1: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
2: You up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. I it. It's time
3: for the fans loved
2: it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially
4: for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special.
3: For good content.
2: <laughs> well, how the heck are you, everybody? Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm sitting with two Duggan brothers. Can you believe it, folks? Starting off with Kev Huggin' Duggan. Back on the
3: podcast again. I'm Back! <laughs>
2: Let's not forget Kyle, the
5: coach, Duggan. Good. Yeah, we activated Kevin. He was a late, a late start. It was he a late
2: start. St- Wasn't he sure if he was going to dress me. for the occasion, yeah. but he
3: came in. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. I have so much charger on my brain right now. I haven't been able to puke out at anyone. Uh, Get ready, yeah. guys. Better put on those rain slickers because it's coming.
2: You're a little backlogged for sure. So, <laughs> all right, gang. Well, plenty to talk about this episode. Lots going around in the Chargers area of sight. I don't know what you'd call that. It's happening. There's stuff happening. And uh, we've obviously got great segments lined up like Bolt Insight and Fan Focus and an Ask Bolt Fam with all of you lucky sons of guns that get to ask us questions. But let's start it out with the big news, folks. Isaiah Spiller signed. JT Woods signed. Finally. We got them all, baby. Everybody Finally. is locked and loaded. Are there people that are actually like worried that they're not gonna sign though? Dude, there's always that fear after really? Bosa that like it's just like yeah. get it over with. Like, just do it. Just yeah. show me that they did it. Like, like I don't yeah, it, it that it's it's left like that feeling that like that little bit of fear, like until you see it, it's like,
3: oh yeah. man, I don't know. I've had so many people message us on our on our Twitter, like, dude, is it gonna happen? Are you like what, 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 <laughs> really is it gonna like? Do we waste a pick? Like as usually happens, but there is a there is an element of like, shit. You better why sign that piece it? of paper. Like, why are you taking so long? Like, what right. in your but contract these, needs uh, to wait this long?
5: They weren't. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what my question is. It's like these contracts are so structured in the draft. Like, you kind of know the amount of money you're getting, the the number of years that you're getting. It's all pretty like status quo. So like, and these guys are showing up and they're at OTAs. They're like they're. At practice, what mm-hmm. what's holding things up? They just—I th- I
3: was the last one. <laughs> it's like here's what I think it is. I think it's like <laughs> you know, like those like rock stars that like in their back of their you know their, their warm up room or whatever they need to have like a jar of in just green, green beans? jelly beans. Yeah. It's that yeah. kind of shit. Like you know, I- Isaiah Spiller needed a just a jar of green jelly beans, and they wouldn't. They didn't yeah. commit to that. Like that. that I need to shit.
5: guarantee that my locker is in this location, or I'm not signing. No, mm. only that kind of thing.
3: F- only blue Gatorade. Okay. Yeah. While yeah, I'm yeah. on this team, only blue Gatorade. And if you can't so, promise me that, I will not sign this contract.
5: <laughs> Your theory is that the bigger divas take longer. To I was going to
2: say, so are you yes. calling Isaiah Spiller a drama queen? Is that what's <laughs> is that? What's if, going on? If the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. If the high heel fits. <laughs> all right. If the Nike fits. Well, we don't know the reason why it takes these guys so long to sign, but all of them They're are done. signed. They're done. Signed. Yeah. Yeah. Now Super we
3: just delivered.
2: Focus on some football. Uh, which includes OTAs. And over at OTAs, if you happen to watch uh, the mic'd up of Sebastian Joseph Day, you heard a, the fan favorite, Brayden Vahoko, really pushing for this He's, nickname. Yeah. Like, was really pushing for Blockbuster Boys. Um, <laughs> I do like, like
3: the Blockbusters. That makes I, sense. Listen, I'm down with it. they're busting blocks.
2: They're busting blocks. Yeah. He explained it yeah. very clearly. But Sebastian and uh, Morgan Fox, like they're, they're tweeting like, no, stop it. Don't like <laughs> put it down. And <laughs> Brayden Fahoko just has been pushing <laughs> he it forward. Go. He will not let it go. He's like a dog with a bone. Um, He's persistent. He is very persistent to the point now that there is, I, where, where did this graphic come from?
3: So, okay. So we have some of the most creative fans, I think on the planet. For sure. So yes. basically somebody took the the blockbuster boys <laughs> and made each person Ran gets their it. own movie. So just to run you through, this is a graphic from, I think Bollywood Herbert did this. I want to shout him out. Yeah. I saw this and I was like, damn it. I wish I would have thought of that. Didn't have enough time <laughs> to make this graphic, but this is genius. Right. Run you through some of the movies he's allocated to certain players. So we have Sebastian Joseph Training Day, love it. We have Austin. <laughs> yes. go ahead, please.
5: No, I was going to say it. So, because you can't see it, it has Sebastian Joseph's day on San- and um, on Denzel's body for yes. Training yes. It's, Day. It's
3: beautiful. We have yeah. Austin Powers. That's easy. That's an easy okay, one. Yeah, Austin. Uh, yeah, Jerry Matillary, <laughs> which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> he's down and out Jerry <laughs> Tillery is down and out this is a good this is good for right. him show he's me the guy, money he's yeah. almost fired from his job show him the yeah. money yes um, we have Braden Manhattan <laughs> yes also clever braid, very braid clever Brayden Manhattan, Manhattan. <laughs> um, we have Alien oh. Covington yes also very nice if you haven't seen this go look up Bollywood Herbert on Twitter and you'll see all these it's amazing yes um then we have the fantastic Mr. Fox. That's pretty easy. Morgan, Morgan Fox. Fox yeah. yeah, We have Meet, uh, meet Joe Gaz, which is Joe <laughs> Goss, <yeah. laughs> Uh Forrest Gump. That's easy. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jackie Brown. Andrew Brown. I like yes. that. And then Bonnie and Clyde for Otto. Og- Tito. Bon. Tito Wabonia. Oh, t- sorry. Why was it going on Mongbombe? I just love saying yeah.
4: the name.
2: I just love saying <laughs> the name. Yeah. Get yeah. Out myself. yeah it, the, it, definitely check it out, folks, because it is it is very clever. I love seeing Forrest Merrill's giant head on Forrest, <laughs> Forrest Combs Combs tiny Com's body. It's so good.
4: It's
3: so good.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I think uh, Brayden Braden didn't let it go, and let's, it is let's now. Let's all get on board. The I'm going
3: to Full
5: send. Just put full pressure Let's on the go. other guys to accept it. Yeah. yeah. If we like just they don't get to choose, if we no. just start calling it that, they don't have a choice. Exactly. You don't get to choose your nickname.
3: Okay. <laughs> no. We're gonna take it, Braden. We're gonna run with this. Doesn't this matter is what if we're you calling like you. Yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah. yeah run your team, Braden. Yeah, because yeah. we like to have fun. This is yeah. fun. This is a great time. Boys I'm all fun. about it. The blockbuster boys. That's right. I can see the t-shirts already, man. Let's make it happen. It's better than the sack boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. That kind of sucks. Hearing <laughs> that kind of doesn't sound good at all to my yeah. ears.
2: Um, all right. Well, let's look over at the uh the meet and greet that happened with uh our very own Donald Parham Jr. Uh it was quite the event. You had diehard Bolt Club, you had charged up bolts, Los Reyes, Thunder Alley, Bolt Chachos, Bolt Pride. It was a very veritable who's Bolting. who of, of it was very bolted. It was yeah. very bolted. Everybody came in very bolted. It, you couldn't hide it. Um, and it looked awesome. Again, with everybody that posted pictures from the Zion Johnson meet and greet, yeah. everybody that posted the Donald Parham, thank you for posting pictures because it is just, it, it's very special to see a player take the time to come and just show with the fans, like just hang yeah. Yeah. at, at chicky, chicky wings and sports. Like <laughs> that's the yeah. place to go. Yeah.
3: yeah. No, it's it's so cool to see them do that. And then, you know, we were very fortunate. The one and only Karen yes. um, got us a signed um, photo. Yeah. And we are thrilled. I cannot wait to find a place on my wall for that bad boy. That is really yeah. special. Yeah. Uh, Donald Parham, man. I think
2: it's it's just so awesome. It's so special. So, every again, everybody, thank you. Every, everybody that went, you know, whether you post a picture or not, everybody that went, thank you for showing Donald Parham how much he yeah. Means How
5: big of a bummer would that be if we set up this event and Donald Parham shows up and there's like
3: crickets? There's like five people. Yeah. No.
2: But you know? uh, they,
3: they showed up, it was packed. It was it was really cool to see. Yeah. And I, I think from what I hear, there's more of these events coming, and then we might have a little more coverage on those events in the future. So we'll, mm. we're working on we're working on some stuff with Die Hard Broke Club. I we're like gonna, it. We're gonna have some nice things for you guys.
2: All right. Well, if you want to go check out some other nice things, you can go to Ooh.
3: ChargerChat.com.
2: Segway. Check out some of the awesome, nice things that we have over there, like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers. We got it all, folks. Go check it out at ChargerChat.com. And you can chat it up with other tears in the member section and ask questions and ask Bold Fam. Go check it out. ChargerChat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Who are we inciting today? Violence. Let's
3: find out. (laughs) As soon as the clock starts, yo, it's my.
2: When
6: I met Justin Herbert's man, that dude is big as hell. The goal is to just keep it rolling. I'm in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about.
3: All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super excited to have some Die Hard Bolt Club presidents with us today. We have Arturo and Antonio from Die Hard Bolt Club Mexico. What is going on, guys? Hi, how are
1: you? Everything's great from here, from Mexico City. We're very excited from being here. Awesome. We're pumped to have you, man.
6: Yeah. Hi, Arturo. Hi, everybody on the audience. Uh, I send you, everybody, a uh, great Greetings here from Guadalajara, Jalisco. Um, excited, really excited to be
3: here today. We're we're pumped, man. We're pumped. So, what we do every time we have somebody new on, we have to ask how you became a Charger fan. So, Arturo, let's start with you. How did you become a Charger yeah.
1: fan? Oh, uh, everything starts with my family. My family. My uncle. He's he was the first Charger fan from for our family, and he take us to the stadium. So. It's a family tradition. Seems I get memory. So That's awesome. Seems always, I always be a cherry fan. Love it. What What about you? Oh,
6: um, I'm going to say the same. Well, not, not exactly the same, but um, I was with a cousin on 2008. It was the season final against, against the Broncos. And he was watching the game and I was like, oh my God, this team is really good. Really, really good. And suddenly, I realized that Chargers was a, a real big thing in my family. So that really pumped pump me up to become a fan because my dad is a steel fan and my brother too. But you know, somebody has to know. Somebody has to know some knowledge in the family. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, and I, same thing for me, family. I think that's how you become the strongest fan. You know, like you have your your dad or your sibling and you just like, you bec- bond over this game and love it even that much more. So, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about, a little bit more about, you know, you guys and, you know, being a Charger fan in Mexico. Cause it's not, you know, it's a little different down there. I know football isn't football really down there. So to start yeah. with you, Arturo, talk about yeah, a little bit it, about being a Charger fan.
1: Yeah, it's it's really different to be a charger fan or actually a football fan in Mexico that in US because as all of we know you know the soccer in here it's the top yeah. so be a football fan in Mexico it's not really common you know like in the big top and be a charger fan in Mexico it's rare okay it's rare because in Mexico, we don't have access to all the games. You mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, the merchandise. We don't have merchandise from Chargers in Mexico. It's very hard for us to to get it. So everything it, we have to travel, we have to go to the stadiums, we have to buy it from from internet, and it's really amazing. Before the game for Mexico against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. there. It was like an open door for us to to all the charger fans because we began to meet each other. Because it's like one charger fan it's in Mexico, another one it's in the other side of the of the country, another in the other kind in another city. And we never met. But when the Chargers come to Mexico, that was a, a, a big explosion for us for the Chargers fan. And that was that was amazing. That was amazing. And we never uh, expect to be, to see the Chargers in the Stadio Azteca, you yeah. know, in the Azteca Stadium. I never, never in my life, in my life, I have the, the idea of it. And when we received the, the notice, wow, it was, it was amazing. Amazing, amazing. And, Uh, Because of the distance, it's really hard for us to travel to see the games. But, you know, in spirit and every time we we have a chance, we will travel and we will support the team. Actually, like like a little parenthesis, I was a season ticket holder, four years. Oh, awesome. Living in Mexico City. Oh, wow. Every 15 days with my family, we travel to Tijuana. Cross the border, go to San Diego, go to the Qualcomm, came back to Monday, and in Monday you go to the to the school to college. Wow! But four years. So that's why the passion of the team. It's for me. It's it's my life. That's, that's commitment, man. I
3: love that. I love that so much. Similar thing for me. I live in the middle of the country and I just got season tickets with my brother. It's like, all right, well, I got to get to these games. <laughs> I'm up, like thousands of miles away, but I can get into this game.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's very difficult a lot of time. No, you know, because of work, because of family and everything. Yeah. And when we're in a different country, it's more difficult, but it worth it.
3: And what what about you Antonio? What what's your, you know, experience like? And did, were you did you meet up meet up at the at the game at the the Mexico game? Were you there? Oh,
6: um fun story. I wasn't able to go to the Mexico game. Actually, I didn't know about Die Hard Ball Club until 2020. Um, you know, like her her rookie season was a like a big fire, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I wasn't there. Uh, I would love to go, but, you know, the possibility wasn't there. You know, being a Chargers fan, I think outside of Tijuana, that Tijuana used to be a, like a big base for our friend. Um, it's really weird. Um, and like Arturo said, you know, it's really strange to know someone that, li- that likes football. Um, I actually, I was looking for um, members or people uh, supporting the Bulls right here in Guadalajara. (laughs) I didn't have a lot of success. (laughs) I have friends that support the Cowboys, uh, the Dolphins. Um, We play like fantasy, but I think I'm the only one of the crew that that support the Chargers. Um, Like Arturo says, like, you know, like you don't have, like, a lot of opportunities to go. Um, So uh, when you go, it's, like, the best. Like, I have family that are season tickets that live in in San Diego. Um, I have family, too, in Los Angeles. So every time it's it's great, great. So I'm going to tell you, like, a little fun story. Um, We went, like, we went to the home opener last year. Awesome. well, we went, but we didn't
0: know Almost.
6: Meet. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, I don't know what happened with my phone, that it wasn't charging right there. Uh, I didn't have internet, uh, so we were there, but we weren't there at the same time.
3: Oh, no, you couldn't get to the Chargers game because your phone wouldn't charge. That's, no. that's not that cool.
6: No, 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 what, no. What I'm saying is that um, um, we, we couldn't meet at the game. Oh,
1: we were there,
6: but we couldn't meet. Oh, that's right. Okay.
3: Gotcha. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, it,
1: it, was, it was the first, the first game that both of us go to, you know, the, the chapter of Mexico go to the, to the game and we, we couldn't meet because <laughs> we don't have communication.
3: Oh no. Bummer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's cool. So, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit more about your club because the diehard bolt club does so many awesome things and it's all over the world. And you, you have a chapter, uh, the Mexico chapter. So tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing and what you
1: hope to accomplish this year as a diehard bolt club, Mexico. Okay. But, but at first we got the same, the same passion as the rest of the chapters. Uh, We're a new chapter. At the beginning, I was alone. I'm just 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 me, and you know, I got a job to do to to meet people, you know, to 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 bring other charger fans. Uh, But now (laughs) we have we're with Antonio and a lot of more people, so we're trying to get bigger. What is our first uh, position? We have to be we have uh, support the team, obviously, and. Uh, give to the community, you know, help people, help people that live with us. Give back to community, and that's one of our first uh, ideas, or our first rule. It's okay. We we are a we're a fan club. We support the team. We support the Chargers, but we also have to give back to the community. Okay, so we we, we we're trying to get organized. To really help, you know, get our our Chargers jersey and go to schools, uh, you know, give um, some balls, some hats, some gifts to the kids, you know, to make the time a little easier for them. Sure. And if we can, so they recognize the logo and said, oh, Chargers, okay, I like Chargers. So probably get them, get
3: them young. I like that. It's got to start. Yes, young.
1: exactly. So they they will start young and they will say, okay, uh, when I was a kid, I met a guy that it's a charger fan with a club, blah, blah, blah. I'm a charger fan that that's what we want to do. And, um, uh, with Antonio, we're trying to do something different, something new because in Mexico, it's just two chapters. Mexico, that it's general, and Monterrey. Gotcha. We don't have, like, in different cities, because, like, in the U.S., you got in, from a state and cities. For us, we can't because we're just a few. Sure. But Antonio got a really good idea. So I want to, Antonio, if you can explain, please. <laughs> what you got for us. <laughs> yeah.
6: So, yeah, I was chatting with Arturo, um, like... You know, like, yeah, we don't have, like, the events that California chapters, Arizona chapters, um, like the city or regional chapters do. Because, like he said, like, you know, we have members in Greta, we have members in Mexico City, there's a big chapter in Monterey, blah, blah, blah. So I told him, like, you know what, what could be, uh, like, a, either a great idea or a great accomplishment is like growing the chapter enough so we can decentralize um, the original chapter, that it's Mexico. So a uh, Mexico chapter can be Mexico City, while we have a Guadalajara chapter, uh, Tijuana chapter, um, and chapters on the major cities of Mexico um, work with um, with the Tiger Ball Club, like the Frontier Clubs, like, for example, like Tijuana, like San Diego, um, make something like San Diego and Tijuana so they can vault um, and, you know, like have these type of events that are true the same, like tailgate parties, community events. Like, you know, um, being a fan in Mexico doesn't, doesn't mean that we aren't as fans as them. We are, I think that we're more friends. We're more friends. <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. It's exciting what you guys are doing. And it's it's uh, just an exciting time to be a Charger fan in general. And, you know, we'll get you guys out of here on this. We'll we'll start with you, Arturo. You know, what are you most looking forward to the season, Nick, as a Charger fan? A lot of crazy stuff's coming our way. What are you most looking forward to the season?
1: Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Playoffs, that's the first thing. <laughs> yeah. We, we need to be, we will be in playoffs. I like that. Um, and I just want to see Justin Herbert still doing what he knows what to do. You know, he's a great player. I love Justin Herbert. And I think the entire team became, you know, like very, I don't know how to say, like a, little, a family.
3: Yeah, they're coming together.
1: Yeah, exactly. They I think that they got really good chemistry. So I really have a big high expectation for this season. I really hope the playoffs is the first of all. And you know, see how yeah, the new players. The new players I, I, I dying to see Khalil Mac playing. In. I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I mean, it's gonna be crazy just to see the jersey Mac. Wow, well, it's gonna be great. Yeah um with you know. Joy Bosa, with, well, it's a great team with names. It's a great team at statistics. You just have, we just have to concrete, you know, to, to finish the idea. Yeah. Uh, I think just the um, uh, the staff of, of the team make a great team, a lot of great players. They play awesome, but, you know, you, we just need a, it's a little extra over the top. That, just to that little extra. And I think this will be the season. This will be it. the season that we will become another big team. You know?
3: I love it. I love it. And what about you, Antonio?
6: Well, uh, first, uh, I'm going to say this, this uh, like weird stat. Uh, I'm a soccer fan. Uh, so here in Mexico, um, in soccer, has happened some like, weird things uh teams that never became champions, becoming champions. So I think I think this has to be the year, you know. Uh, Stanley is a, a defensive man. He's a defensive master, you know, like um, he didn't have like a, a real team. Um, you know, like when I heard that we were signing like Khalil Mike, I started jumping on the,
3: yeah, same here. Same yeah, here, at the
6: at the restaurant and I every, everybody was like, <laughs> what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like um I feel that this has to be the year, you know, like we have Justin Herbert on the third year of his uh rookie contract. Uh we have we still have the Derwin James on his rookie contract. Um, you know, like, I feel like all the pieces are already there, you know, like, and having Staley who led the Rams, uh, led the Broncos, led the Bears to have a real strong defenses. So I think this has to be the year. I'm, I'm really, really excited about this season. Um, like real, uh, I already made a plan to trip to San Francisco. I went, um, I'm going to the Broncos game. I think. Uh, awesome. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm selling the card to go to all the games.
3: <laughs> oh man, that's that's <laughs> loyalty right there. I love that. It's diehard right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us. And uh, j- just to get out of here, you know, if people are in Mexico and they're listening, um,
1: how would they reach out to you guys to to become a diehard bowl Club member? Just they just need to send us a tweet. A message or from on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook. Uh, with the username, it's Diehard Ball Club Mexico. Just like that, they just need to send us a a message, and we get in touch, and we begin to talk <laughs> just
3: to start the season right. Join up on yeah. Die Hard Ball Club Mexico with these two awesome gentlemen, Arturo and Antonio. We really yeah. pre- appreciate your time, guys.
6: Yeah, our DMs are always open, you know, like if there's something this chapter, this club is about, it's like knowing people that loves the same as you and maybe as hard or I don't know. Yeah, but Yeah, it's really cool. Like, um, I think recently we had a member from Guadalajara and I have been chatting up with him like a little bit. So uh, that's, that's really great. You know, it's like generating a com- community of people that loves the same, that wants to chat the same, like, you know, that's why, what Die
3: Hard Ball Club is about. I love it. I love it. Now I'm glad a proud member myself. I'm excited for the yeah. season and uh, let's rock and roll boys. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thank you. We really appreciate the invitation. We always listen to the podcast. Thanks man. Yeah, always. And it's great for us. It's great for us. It's, we're very happy to to be be now with you in 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 this chat. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. And uh, definitely reach
3: out if you're going to a game. Let us know because we will meet up for sure. We and will make sure you charge your phone. Okay, make sure you charge your phone, Antonio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to do that because we will see you there.
3: All right, sounds good. We'll talk to you guys later see you yeah, yeah I think Bye-bye. you see you
1: bye
2: battery packs guys they save lives i swear <laughs> to god like just just <laughs> ma- take the plunge get yourself a battery pack make sure you got a charged phone man that's that's gotta be so frustrating i uh, know to, to travel to another country being the same location but just being like I where
3: I can't uh, find. I'm so many Charger fans. I yeah. can't find. He's used to in Mexico f- seeing the one, and like there he is. Sure, sure. When you're at a tailgate, right. it's not the same.
2: Tailgate in the stadium. You, I mean, hey, we got fans, folks. They're coming in from yeah. all over the place for these games. Um, mm-hmm. that that is so cool, Arturo and Antonio. Thank you uh, yeah. for coming and, on and yeah. keep
3: keep it up. All the stuff you're doing down in Mexico, please that, keep growing that. We appreciate that, and let's. Let's just keep building this fan base, man. Just love yeah, to That's hear our it.
2: second. That's
5: our second um, Bolt Insight from a, or I guess Fan Focus was the last
2: one, right? From, we had a, another fan from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So it, it, the best thing about being a Charger fan is the community, the Bolt fam, and yeah. seeing us grow based off of all the good things that like Die Hard Bolt Club is doing is awesome. And it's happening everywhere, folks. It's happening in Mexico. It's happening overseas. It's everywhere. You can't avoid it. Arturo and Antonio, thank you again yeah, for coming on yes. and chatting with Kev. Um, all right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. What fan are we bringing into focus? We'll find out. Racket. Pull it.
3: Whip him. <laughs> all right, guys, we are back with another fan focus and we are super excited to have Michael from San Diego. What is going on, Michael?
4: Hey, how you doing, Kevin?
3: I'm good, man. I'm doing really good. I'm excited to meet you, uh, longtime Charger fan. I'm really excited to pick your brain on, on some of that. And before we get started with that, how did you become a Charger fan?
4: Well, it's kind of funny. My mom uh, moved us from Chicago to San Diego, and she became a realtor. And she had some friends who uh, were beating at a like a bar. She was partners with some people, and um, they had like a this deal where they would go on a bus. And, and, you know, we could buy the package with the you go to the bar, you have something to eat then you get on the bus and they take us over to the game. Nice. And, um, you know, we just started going that way. And with that little group of people and that was kind of her thing. And she always brought me along with her. Right. So um, it was just so amazing that we just decided that she decided that she wanted to buy season tickets and she wound up buying three seats uh, there were load section 22, just underneath the overhang. Perfect so
3: seats. Perfect.
4: Sunny. We are just behind, you know, like we were looking towards the open end of the stadium, the big, yeah. big board. And, you know, you could see everything unfold right in front of you. It was just awesome, man. And we had three seats. It was my mom and myself. And we would always bring some, a friend of ours to, to join. us. So it was really cool.
3: And what year, what years were that? What was that year? The timeline?
4: So She started, uh, she she started going at about 1975, and then we sh- we got season tickets in about 77 or 78, and uh, that was right in time for Frightening Lightning, you know, with <laughs> yeah. and Don Coriel and all, all that. And it was just absolutely amazing, you know. It was so fun because we would always look at the newspaper before the, you know, there was no internet or anything. You, you would always get your news from the, the newspaper. The charges were always favored. To to win the Super Bowl. So it was like amazing. And me and my buddies would get together and watch the games for the away games and the home games. We'd go. And uh in fact, I even had a hat that had lightning bolts.
1: On nice. It.
3: <laughs>
4: it was amazing. So yeah.
3: That's awesome. So you've been, you know, getting season tickets, your mom did, at a great time. And then kind of throughout the years, did you carry those on and What were some of the things that you experienced, you know, being a Charger fan?
4: Well, you know, some of the best parts of going to the Charger games was uh, tailgating. Yeah. First, we would just go in, you know, with our SUV or whatever. We would set up and wherever. Um, As time went by, though, we learned where the best places were to go tailgating. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the parking lot or not, but on the east side of the stadium, there is a way to get in, um, kind of the back way yeah. where you get on the 15 and instead of going west, you go east, you go down a little hill. There's a bar down there. You take a right and another right. And that's where you get into the area where the buses all come in. Yeah. And you take a hard left and you go towards those big silos that were back there. Yeah. And in the corner, it would go like this and uh, you would be able to park your, your, you met with some friends, you know, that all went back there. And so we parked our vehicle back there and it was nice because it went in like this. And then the first row of seat, the, uh, the next row of parking was kind of in a circular area. So there was this big kind of triangular area back oh, there cool. where we could hang out and party. We had plenty of rooms to put our pop-up, uh, tents and, uh, barbecue and, and drinking and throwing the football around. And, oh man, those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome.
3: Yeah, that's amazing. And it's exciting now, too. It's kind of changed a little bit now in uh, SoFi. But Thunder Alley, it's alive. Tailgating's alive and well. And it's really fun to be a part of. And, it, you know, those Qualcomm days was so interesting because you're so spread out. It was such a big parking lot. So it's like you, you start to see these like clusters of diehard fans all around different parts of the parking lot.
4: Oh, yeah. And, you know, you, you kind of got together with some of the people that you knew, some of the people you didn't know that kind of Parked in that area, and it was just really great, you know. So we would go, and we would watch the Chargers play, and, God, they were so good back then, and it was just so disappointing, you know. Um, some of my favorite memories are, of course, going... Perfect. That's there. what I was
3: about to ask you. So, perfect. Go ahead.
4: But, uh, you know, especially, um, let's see, they, they won at home versus the Bills, and then they lost that AFC championship to the Raiders. That yeah. was back in 1980. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, um, the Raiders beat us at home and it was kind of rough, right? Yeah. Cause we had a big rivalry with them back then. And of course we still do now.
3: Yeah. It's alive and, and well,
4: <laughs> but the biggest one that stands out to me is, and I know everybody's kind of familiar with it. Cause a lot of people talk about it, which was mm-hmm. the, uh, the dolphins game. Yeah. Where they you know Winslow was being carried off the field, and yeah. you know they went into d- double overtime, and they 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 went ahead in the beginning of the game, and they was we all thought that for sure they were going to win that game, you know, getting ready to go to the super Bowl, and of course they lost, or they won that game, but they went to uh the Bengals the next week, yeah, the freezer the bowl, bowl. yeah, and oh my god um i had never seen anything like that man. It was like what 20 degrees below 0.
3: Yeah, there's so many weird things at that game like they like yeah, that, that, the fact, I don't think people would play in that weather today.
4: Yeah, I don't know man, but it was, you know, we was this close every year. We were just about there and we just quite couldn't get there. So, yeah. And then you know Faust retired and uh, you know, we kept going to the games of course and going over to uh the humphreys and the bobby ross era yeah that was really exciting um because uh they had such a great team at that time too um they in 1994 was when they went to the uh afc championship game because they beat the dolphins um at home and we were at that game and it was wild yeah and then uh they won the AFC Championship at the Steelers, and I don't know if you've seen the highlights of that game, but they were just about to lose. Yeah. And one of our linebackers at the very last second—I forget what his name was—batted yeah. down was a pass.
3: Yeah, in the end zone. And yep, I remember that vividly. We <laughs> jumped out of our seats and like ran outside and were screaming. I remember that vividly.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And. God, the, the, the fans, you know, everybody, all my friends were just like having a heart attack at the time. Yeah. And so we were like, we're in the Super Bowl. And, you know, it was really cool because everybody went and met the Chargers at the stadium as they were coming back from yeah. Pittsburgh. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, we And actually, right behind me, if you can look here, this is a lithograph of what Natron means. Yeah. Um, and uh, amazing. It's like a memory that I'll never forget, you know, um, going to the Super Bowl. Of course the Niners kicked our butt, but yeah,
3: (laughs) we were there and we will go again at some point soon, hopefully here. That leads me to my next question. Like, what are you most looking forward to, you know, going forward as a charger fan, you've been through a lot of decades of charger football. What are you looking forward to right now?
4: Well, you know, of course I, the other thing I wanted to mention to you before I go on to that, though, is you can't forget the Rivers years. Oh no, yeah, and um, all the games that we went to and all the times we lost. There was in uh, 2006 we lost to the Patriots, and then uh, 2007 again we lost to the Patriots.
3: Yeah, they had our number. And, uh,
4: uh, in 2009 we went to the playoffs four straight years, right? Mm-hmm. And in 2009, uh, we were watch- went to the Jets, and I remember playing them. And Nate Keating was getting ready to kick a field goal, and I looked to the lady that we had been going to those games forever, and she's and I looked at her, and I said, "I guarantee you, he's going to make this field goal." And it was it was close; it wasn't that far away. Yeah, and he missed it, and it was just like, "Oh my yeah. god." It's like like we were cursed. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, Yeah. But now, you know, of course, it's just so exciting to see them coming back again, man. I just like, I cannot believe how great this team is. And um, first of all, you know, we drafted Herbert. Yeah, huge. Everybody thought, you know, Tua went right before him. And uh, even that back then, you know, didn't you, you can't tell how these guys are going to be until they're they start playing, right? Yeah. And um, but you know, I had a feeling that Herbert was going to be pretty good because he was you know six foot five, and her uh, Tua was like what five seven, five eight. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I'll say five seven. I like that.
4: <laughs> but um, and of course, it turned out that Herbert is like, oh my God, he's the the greatest quarterback I think in the league right now, if not. Best or one of the best, you know, yeah, he's, he's... Broken records here and there. He's the first two years he's broken all the records for uh, uh first and second season in yardage and touchdowns and all that. Um, and I am just so excited because I don't know, there's something about Staley, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
4: there's something about that guy when you listen to him. He's the kind of guy that he doesn't talk about, well, I think we're gonna be good or. You know, he's one of those guys who says, "Hey, we're going to create it." Yeah, you know, that's one of those things I've always said. You know, the best way to predict the future is to create it, and that's the kind of guy that will come into the room and he doesn't say like, "Oh, well, we should be good," or he says, "Hey, we're building a family, we're building a team, and we are going to, you know, bring a championship to the Chargers." And it was just, just seeing him operate is just really amazing. So. As you know, the first year they they wound up uh, trying to rebuild the offense and the offensive line, mm-hmm. and um, it was so glad to see that they re-signed Mike Williams, um, didn't let him go. And turns out, after you see how much money these receivers are making, they got actually a bargain. For Pretty it, good
3: deal, not bad. I'll take yeah. one of those. <laughs> yeah,
4: and uh, then uh, um, now this year with all the defensive uh, uh, additions that they've made. And, you know, you start to think about it and it really makes sense, you know, when you have Derwin James and he keeps talking about him like he's the quarterback of the defense. Yeah. And so with the draft additions that they made, I I wasn't sure about Woods, you know, what he was going to do as far as a a free safety is concerned because I thought we already had Adderley and and we had...
3: Mm, uh, Alohi Gilman.
4: And all these guys. And I didn't think we necessarily needed it. But then when you think about it, you realize that, With getting him, it frees Derwin up to come play like as a chess piece, like like the queen on when you're playing chess. He can go wherever he wants, Mm -hmm. and he can just you know do whatever he can wherever you know wherever the situation he's he can be completely un um, unpredictable. they will never know exactly what he's going to do, and you got Khalil Mack, and you it's just endless. All these guys that they 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 got uh, the the there's the defense uh the run defense is going to be with Joseph Day is going to be mm-hmm. a lot better and and Johnson and and it's just it's just am- amazing how and then JC J. Jackson playing in the in yeah. the huge get for secondary. us huge get for us I mean I'm looking at this team and I really don't see you know a weakness other than Maybe right tackle. Little right tackle, right?
3: Tack, all right.
4: You know, yeah. I think they're gonna figure that out somehow.
3: They will. It's exciting, man. There's so much going on and we're getting there. We're the summer's catching. We're at OTAs. We're going. We're getting closer to the season. So yeah. um, we yeah. just really appreciate you coming on, Michael. It was great meeting you and learning a little bit more about you, man.
4: Well, this coming up season, I'm planning on getting out there to so far. let Let's do
3: it. You gotta let us know, man. Right. We'll uh, we'll meet up.
4: Yeah, well, my first trip up there, you know, and I can't wait. So awesome. I'm going to pick out a game, but I'll be in touch with you guys. And, Please do. Uh, you know, you guys are my favorite podcast of all the Chargers podcasts out there. That, you know, they're Thank all good. So. Thanks, man. What you guys do, hey, really special.
3: We really appreciate it. We're just, hey, we're having fun. We're Charger fans like to have fun and talk about the Chargers. So we appreciate you yeah. listening, man. We really do.
4: Yeah. And, you know, we're, uh, I'm a, an administrator at on Bold Gang, which is a facebook uh support group for the chargers sweet so um i put your videos up on on our page all the time and you know the one thing i can say is we got to make sure that our fans don't sell their tickets to the opposing team Mm -hmm.
3: because
4: we don't want that raiders game to come up and then have more raiders fans than we have charger fans and
3: I feel this year there's a turn. I feel like something's happening this year. Something good's gonna happen for us, but in yeah, terms really of attendance, yeah. So,
4: so hey, man, you know, let's go, baby.
3: Let's do it. Let's rock and roll, man. Well, let us know when you get there. We can't wait to meet you in person.
4: All right, baby, bolt up and love you.
3: Okay, love you. Bye.
4: Love you. Bye,
2: Michael. Man, dude, you you been in it a while my friend like no 1975 Jealous. riding buses why he's got a support group man he's <laughs> yeah, been through right. the ringer yeah. <laughs> i love that you called it a support group man i think that's awesome because
3: <laughs> we, we, we needed something we need, like this is my
2: this is my support group <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. every charger fan has to have a support uh, group well you might not even know you have it but you the, have yeah it. you have one you, you got to know it's there folks you can find yeah. it um yeah, man. I, I, first of all, thank you for the kind words. That, that was really special yeah. for you to say that. that. That really does mean a lot for us. Um, And and you've got the right message, man, folks. If you've got tickets, don't sell them to opposing oh, fans, man. please. Like I it's, understand, it's you might make be... a few more bucks, but like, come on,
3: come on, don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't
2: be that guy. Yeah. Don't be don't that,
3: be that guy. guy. You're not that guy, pal. Don't. You don't do have it. to be. Yeah.
2: Don't turn to the dark side, please. For the love of God. Oh, um. Yeah, that I. I think it, it's. And I don't. I. I don't see that happening this year. I think people are really going to be either utilizing their tickets by going themselves or truly selling them to fans because there is just something special about this year that you, there's no reason to sell them to opposing fans. Like I
3: hope. I hope so. I hope I. I. I you hope see, right. We're seeing a progression each each season. Like there's just a different kind of vibe each season. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think so much excitement like people aren't going to want to get rid of their tickets they're going to want to go i think that's i hope so more, more of the thing so hopefully let's just i just want to see each year there's slight you know improvement slight difference each year and it's just going to grow it's going to keep growing
2: yeah fingers crossed michael again thank you for sitting down with kevin and and chatting up with him and going through that rich history of of charger fandom man that is that it's is awesome, so buddy. awesome thank and you. i love that lift so the cool. graph that he had behind him the of the newspaper clipping. That's so freaking cool. That was awesome. Um, all right, gang. Well, now it's time to move on to the next segment. Ask Bolt, fam. Are you ready? I don't give a shit. Let's go. (laughs) 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 Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hey guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That' what you do. <laughs> I wet my sense of excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang, that's right. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we start Ask Bolt Fam off with Cerberus 21. Hey there. Who ask the question? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Quick hypothetical question to make all y'all's day worse. Would uh, you rather us make it to the uh, AFC championship and lose in stunning fashion like the Bills did to the Chiefs in last year's divisional round or win the Super Bowl but Justin suffers a career and an injury the <laughs> fuck? very late in the game and our amazing defense holds on to win us the game. But at what cost? As always family, trust, respect, down with the donkeys and f Frogging Mahomes. <laughs> Frogging my homes. I like that.
3: This energy, Cerberus. I dude,
2: when I saw this question, I was like, I'm putting it first because I want to get it out of the
3: way. Get out. <laughs> no room for that. No. I, I there's no way. One Super Bowl is worth a season ending injury to Justin Career Herber. ending. Career ending. Injury. Yeah. No. Ending. Be, we, as long as we have him, we have opportunities. So no, I do not exactly. want
5: that. that's kind of my first thought is that you get you get one, but you give up the potential for more. Because I I mean, you have to have an elite quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And as long as we have that one, who says we can't win multiple after that maybe that one bad loss in the AFC championships, what you need to catapult into winning four.
2: Yeah. It's very possible, Dying yeah. It, it, it when you said that was my first thought, I was like, "Did you have a second thought?" <laughs> but I just love. Football. There's no way. Uh, like,
3: it, I don't want to see him get the hurt promise like that. of
2: Justin Herbert is too great to give him a season-ending injury for just to, one Super to find Bowl some wood around here or, or career-ending. Yeah, career-ending yeah, career injury. No way. Yeah, no way. Yeah. No thanks. Um, but yeah, thanks for asking the question, Cerberus Twenty-One. We appreciate the thinking outside the box-ish um (laughs) let's move it on to the next one whose name i didn't know what it was i had to throw it into google translate it's brian (laughs) but he wrote it in japanese so brian i used google translate if that's not your name i apologize but that's what it came up with so
3: he's really turning japanese let's let's see
2: what brian asked here we go
3: what are your expectations for this
2: season? What would make this season a letdown? Obviously, we want a Super Bowl, but if this team doesn't make the playoffs with a healthy team, I think I'll be pretty bummed. I mean, the expectation is Super Bowl, right?
3: That's the yeah, that's
2: that's the hope, but I don't think I'
5: disappointed with uh, an aFC championship appearance that yeah. I think that really is my expectation. Uh, like that's what I'll be disappointed if we don't make it to the AFC Championship game. Okay. Now if we don't, if we make it, like I, I want us to make it to the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. But I'd be obviously if we met, we don't make the playoffs, good golly, Miss Molly. That's, just,
4: that's <laughs> it. like
3: nope, that is the the ultimate. Once we hit there, like y- you can call it a successful season. Like yeah, Justin Herbert winning a playoff game, that needs to happen. That that's the first thing that needs to happen in a long okay, line of so things. Okay, so for we you.
5: If we don't win a if we don't win a playoff game, that'd be disappointing.
3: Absolutely, a disappointing season. That would be. I think that would it's be not just getting in the playoffs. I think they will get in the playoffs. I think that's as long as we stay healthy. Knock on wood. As long as we knock on it. Um, as long as we stay healthy, everything will push us into the playoffs. Winning a playoff game, I think, if Justin Herbert wins a one playoff game, something's going to happen. You see the the kind of mentality he has, the kind of killer vibe that he gives off. Yeah, super. Give him a taste of one playoff victory and what that feels like. Just a like. taste
5: of it. Just a All little taste. Little days. Days. Just a little <laughs>
3: taste. The <And> <laughs> The
5: days. playoff
3: lotions. I love yeah. it. Um, then, then that's a new, a new thing. So, a Super Bowl, obviously, every year. Yes. But, realistically, playoff win.
5: If we don't at
2: least get one playoff win... It's a disappointment.
3: A a, a huge disappointing. Huge disappointment.
2: Considering all the moves that we've made this off season, like we are moving like we're like the Super Bowl's tomorrow. Like that's right. Everything is with a sense of urgency. So you're
3: not gonna be this loaded in the coming years. Exactly. Right. So if it's not now, it's when. It's gotta be now. Yeah.
2: Now Now. the time is now, the place is here. Brian, thank you for asking the question. Uh, Let's move it on now to Gruder McBolt, who asked the question. What do you guys think about the hype around J.T. Woods and the comparison to the hype of Nasir Adderley, baby, when he came in his rookie season? And who do you think will be the better player moving forward? Can't love you, bye, baby.
3: Good question. I think this is a good question. (sighs) Yeah, I, I, I mean,
2: obviously there's hype around J.T. Woods. Picking him in the in the third round of coming in and and being a contributor, um, but I mean, as far as the comparison to Nasir Adderley, I mean, I. But what do you guys think?
3: Because I, 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 I'm a dumb for, dumb. When it comes to for that. for me, Nasir Adderley, like he has everything he needs. He has the tool toolbox, and mm. coach was even saying he just plays like. His energy is different on game day. Like, I don't know if he gets nervous or like each year he's, he, you know, when he gets in these positions where he can make an interception or he can bat down a pass, he's just in the right, he's in the right spot a lot of the time. He's just not executing. Mm. So I think, I think if Nasir Adderley can execute and has gotten another year comfortable in the system, but can execute in that system, I think he's going to, you know, he's the guy. I think mm-hmm. JT Woods is still a rookie. He's still got a year or two to come out. He's not going to step out on the field and be the next great, you know, immediate impact well, player, in my opinion. It's going to take some easing in.
5: Right, but the question is, like, moving forward, looking, trying to crystal ball into the future. Mm-hmm. Who, be, who becomes the better free safety? And I, I don't know. I think Nasir, I think the well, JT, like, the, the one knock on him is his tackling. tackling right? That's kind yeah. of been the go-to knock on him. And Nasir is not afraid to tackle. He'll go get in the box and lower his shoulder into some people. So mm-hmm. um, I think I think they're both, neither of them are elite Pro Bowl level safeties. Um, yes. And so it's going to be a matter of who can develop more. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to project that. I don't, I don't know what what guy is going to really get after it and, and commit to being a great safety. I've seen Nasir get better every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I have seen. He's gotten better every year. He has the tools to do it. And he's just got to start start making some big plays. Yeah. Um. And hopefully that's this year. He has a year of comfortability in this defense. Um. He knows the guys he's working with, and now he can just kind of let let go and go make some plays. Um. I haven't seen enough JT Woods. So if you had to, if right. I was a gun to my head, who's going to have the better career? This year, I would say this year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
3: yeah. See. I, I'm excited for him this year. Like you know, I think just all the pieces they have in that defensive backfield. It's going to give him an opportunity to really shine, and and he's this is a prove it season. If he can't start executing and doing that stuff, for like, sure, that's that why that they drafted JT. Was. Exactly, there's some heat behind yeah. you, buddy. Step that's up, the
5: insurance right there. Be be mm-hmm.
3: as good as we thought you were going to be. You know, mm-hmm. coming from you know Delaware from a smaller school, there wasn't a ton. He he flashed there, but that's not the top tier You know, competition. So I think if he if he just needs to hit that, he just needs to hit that next level of being able to compete with the best guys.
2: Right. And JT Woods coming into it now with the secondary that's back there, learning from all of these guys, learning from Derwin, learning from JC Jackson. Like, I think we're primed to have just a really solid secondary going into this. So it honestly doesn't matter who's better. It's like, as we've said before, iron sharpens iron. And I think these guys are just going to get better with each other. But Gruder McBolt, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. Who asked the question? Hey, man, roses are red, Parham is tall, I like the Chargers, 82 days till football, (laughs) (laughs) I like you guys, man. (laughs) J.C. Jackson and J.T. Woods combined interceptions more than Khalil Mack's sack total, I'm thinking around 10 for both, man, would be pretty damn sweet, man. Hmm. 10 picks right. right. or
3: ten, 10 picks is a lot yeah, that's a good amount that's a good amount well but two players two players two but players
2: and jc jackson who's had what 18 in the last two seasons like but that's if jt woods is consistently playing no just jc jackson
3: no, so no basically J. they're J. saying jc jackson to do what he did last year and then have uh, have um woods have like one or one interception sure yeah I mean, it's a combined with JC Jackson. I think if Cleo Mack stays healthy, he could have like a twelve sack season. Easily, easy. Yeah, because he had what six out of seven, six
2: sacks in seven games last year. I'm just like that.
3: fascinated by what's going to happen to Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa. Like, it, it just you, we're not going to oh, know yeah. until we see it on the field what they're going to comp- do for each other. It's going to be a I nightmare. Just, I just want to see. I can't wait to see.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a visual yeah. nightmare. Um, but as far as who do we think is going to have more, I think the— I. Th- I know we're not used to having that many interceptions in a season. I think this is the year that this is really going to, we're going to see a ton of interceptions. Cause I think that's what a lot of these guys, like we picked up Khalil Mack, obviously to put pressure on the quarterback, but a lot of these secondary guys have quite a few that have a history of getting picks. Yeah. So I think, I think the interceptions is going to outweigh the sack total from I'll Khalil Mack. F- I'll go the I'll other go way. I'll go, I'll go Khalil yeah.
3: Mack sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's just I'm gonna, gonna, go he's to just gonna f- get after it, dude. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to intercept anything if he can't. No one's throwing. Well, the that's football. what I'm saying. But like they're again, just gonna like chuck him, yeah. it, and
2: it's just gonna be like, all right, I'll take that. Thank you, and thank
3: you. Yeah, we'll pick see. six.
2: Call it good. I hope they're both 14 or 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah, easily. All right, Tom Telesco's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's Beautiful moving poem. on. To, yeah, thank you for the poem. That was very nice. Beautiful. Uh, moving on to <laughs> Bolt fans since 1999.
3: Certified fresh.
2: Who asked the question? How many more wins can we get because of defense this year?
3: God, can I just say I miss doing this with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> like just the <that laughs> voice. I haven't heard that in a couple of weeks, and I just I uh, miss this. So it's been a while. Since Sorry, I, I was caught so long. busted
2: in. it out. You know what? <laughs> so um. All right. So more. How many more wins can we get because of defense this year? A four. I would say that how many games did we lose because of our
5: offense? I, the Baltimore game was pretty pathetic. Right, New England. Um, but and New England wasn't great. But other than that, the other six losses defense. was defense. So I would say we, if you replace our defense last year with our defense this year and run that whole schedule back, you could pick up six wins.
3: Yeah, easily. i, I go. i go this year. Easy four. And we were. What did we win? Nine games last year. So yeah. I think we're. Th- I think that's thirteen and four. Four. yeah, 13-4, mm-hmm. 14-3. Four, I think that's what we're going to be next year. And we're going to win the AFC West. There you go. Bolt put, fans. Put since, that in your pipe and smoke it. Put it in your pipe,
2: Bolt fans, since 1999. Thank you for asking yeah. the question. It's moving on now to Fire Telesco, who asked the question. Oh, are we seriously going to roll with either Norton or Pipkins? hoo I'm not that <laughs> impressed with Pipkins. He had a lot of help and many defensive players were out because of COVID when he played. We are going to play so many great
3: defenses this year. Not a wise move. Ooh-ha. And fire to let's go. I wasn't here last episode. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but <laughs> y- you said something. Got a Herbert bone uh, to pick. Yeah, about getting rid of Herbert. And um, I was listening to the episode, and I I, I just wanted to say that I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't appreciate, the I I appreciate it. I appreciate, it kind appreciate it. Bummed me that, out. man. It kind of bummed me out, man. <laughs> um, so appreciate that you following up and I was here to answer this one. So,
2: mm-hmm. um, but as far as the question for this week, as far as Pipkins and Norton, I mean, honestly, dude, we're, we're, we're 82 days away from football. We don't even know if Pipkins and Norton are going to be the guy.
3: I honestly, I, Everyone, easy thing to say is right tackle. We talk about it all the time. Pippi. Yeah, yeah everybody's
2: concerned. Everyone's
5: concerned about it. It's not like uh, this fired Telesco account is the first one to come. No, up no, no, not at all about not not So at all. It's like I get it, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come on here and bitch and complain and moan about it because I think they both could get better and be the guy to still help us win a Super Bowl. Sure,
3: and we talk about it all the time. Like it's not ideal. He, we had there were a couple games that you know especially Storm at the end of the season, that Raider game, he was exposed big time. It Mm -hmm. was just a fact. Do Um, we
5: know that, but do we like, do we know that Storm wasn't banged up and just like fighting through something? We don't.
3: We don't. That's a good point.
5: Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. Like there's this recency bias hatred towards Storm Norton. The guy was in the XFL two years ago. Right. right? And he's now playing, I know not great C-level football. Allow the guy an opportunity to get better. Obviously, our coaches see something. Yeah, They're not going to build this Super Bowl-caliber roster and be like, oh, we got a real liability at right tackle. Hope that doesn't come back to bite us. Yeah, They clearly <laughs> have confidence in whatever those two guys can do. Right. Yeah. Probably with more, more knowledge than any of us talking or listening to the show have. 100%.
3: Right. I think, I think it's gonna, honestly, I think it's going to be one of these two guys. That's where I think the season's going to go. I think the rest of the offensive line is so strong is yeah. so powerful right. that you can you can and and I think you know people are even saying right tackle is an easier position to kind of give help to or not you know you, you're it's not the left tackle position it's not the blind side it's not all those things so mm-hmm. i think one of these two guys is going to step up i don't know who it is i'm leaning towards storm norton just because i am still burned by pipkins um from previous years and just really bad highlights where he didn't look like an offensive mm-hmm. Uh, a professional offensive lineman. He just didn't in some of those games. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 excited. I'm I'm on board to try and figure out who when, which one of these is going to be. um right. I, But I just don't see us bringing in like a a big money right tackle anymore. We we spend our money for the year, and they're they're going to roll.
2: And there's still a little chunk of change left. I know that Tommy likes to hold on to some money throughout the season in case we need to do some mid season pickups or something like that. But. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I, I think I, I'm fine with it being Storm Norton. And because again, we all we have to go off of is is the you know the couch coaching perspective as opposed to actually being out there and working with these guys and actually interacting with them and seeing how much that they've improved. And did we have a top five offense last year or not? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, we do. and with Storm Norton our starting right tackle. Yes, yes, it was. Exactly. Why is everyone Pooping in it their goes, diapers. It right? goes
2: back to the because <laughs> <laughs> these goes- diapers aren't going to poop themselves, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to poop in them, and I'm going to do it. it yeah. I know he had a
5: bad game against the Raiders. How many yards did Herbert throw for, and how many points did we have? Lots right. and lots. Like that wasn't the issue. The, the issue was is our defense that was cleaned up. Right. Yeah. So, uh,
3: we, so talk, we talked. We talked. I'll put
5: our pacifiers back in our mouth <laughs> and take a nap.
3: My Take a nap. <laughs> no, but it's a great point because like all these things about Storm Norton are. It's odd because we had such a strong offense last year. He did give up some sacks. He did get burned a few times, but those were in situations where where we really needed him was when the defense was playing its worst and just letting offenses drive all over him. Mm-hmm. So if that changes, it changes the dynamic of the offense. So I'm, you know, I'm not a homer for any for these two guys by any means. I just think realistically, you got to start looking at this being the real real possibility that one of these two is starting at right tackle
2: right. comes come week one, right? And trust the coaches. If that's what the coaches, if they feel that these are the guys, then they're the guys. Like, Or don't trust them and you'll just be grumpy because there's nothing right. we can do to change Right. It. You'll be walking around with poopy diapers for the rest of your life. <laughs> Enjoy. Kakaf. Fire Telesco. Thank you for asking the question. Thank Let's you. move it on to Boltville 714. Nice. Who asked the question? What's up, Vatos? So much shit is happening these days and S.A. Vato Kev has been on hiatus Tell that fool that he better show up, or it's gonna be a risk of getting cut like that fool Tillery, and I don't mean from the show. Okay, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> My question is, what's your favorite movie?
3: FTR, can't okay, love you bye. I'm back, yes, it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, how- we were gonna cut you. we <laughs> gonna cut you so good. Um. No, I'm back. I'm, I'm back. Sorry. That was yeah. the longest I've ever in the last three and a half years, four years. It was years a big stretch. This, yeah. It's the longest I've ever been away from the podcast. So yeah. that's, that's, don't let it happen again. I won't. <laughs> okay. You hear that, family? No more vacations for you. Dad has a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we've so, got a podcast to do. Go stand in the corner. We got
2: t-shirts look at the to the sell, wall. damn it. Close think about, your eyes. Go and and watch about home the,
5: videos of our last
2: vacation. That's your next
3: that's vacation. Right. That's this what YouTube vacation. is for. Go watch other people's vacations and right. pretend yeah. like you're there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite movie. Go.
3: But, oh, come go. on. You I'm hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it depends on the year. Right now, my favorite movie, I've gone down this deep, deep, deep dive on this movie, is The Godfather.
2: Okay, um, that's I, fine. God you right now, the
3: Godfather is my. It's such a good movie. So it's a great movie. I'm gonna go Godfather right now. Okay, I might change in six months, but right now, Godfather.
2: Okay, right now he's feeling Godfather. <laughs> Kyle, um, man, I don't know. Sure. I, <laughs> I, I'm honestly really
5: excited to see this Top Gun movie. Me and my oh. wife are going on. Um, I think Saturday we're gonna go see it. Yeah, I, I've heard great things. So. I'll hold off on a favorite movie until maybe that takes over. Willie's seen slot. it. Willie's
3: seen it. You can oh, see it, I've seen it. He's got a little. I've heard on.
5: Everyone that I've heard a review from has said it's awesome.
2: The reviews are out of control and, yeah. it, and I think they're, they're justified. Wow. So well, they had yeah, I'm
3: two so years cool. to edit the movie. It better be good. I
2: know. Right. So it, 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 honestly, I, I think the behind the scenes might be more entertaining than the movie just because of how much like how how,
3: re- how for like, real everything was real, real. everything's
2: real like there's very few very little green screen and special effects like a lot of it is very wow. real so mm, it's good
3: <laughs> okay i'm gonna go see it so bad. <laughs> uh
2: and for me i've i mean i've got eight posters of one movie around my apartment <laughs> so i have you to i can't say anything other than that and it's kung fu hustle so it's a silly martial arts movie, but it's got a lot of heart, and it I, I'll watch it at least once a year because it's just such a fun movie. Kung Fu Hustle, oh, check nice it out. Bolt. All right, Bullville Bolteville714, put the knife away, and thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Seriously. Let's move it on now to see C- Sour. Yeah. Who asked the question. Yeah. Comment on... Chris Sims' quarterback rankings list. Where should Herbert be? So, the most recent release has Aaron Rodgers at number five, Stafford at six, Wilson at seven, Brady at eight. All right. So, yeah, Chris Sims put out a top 40 quarterback countdown, and honestly, the funniest thing to me is that You've got Drew Locke at 40 and Geno Smith at 33. So Seahawks <laughs> quarterback didn't even make top 32. Starting quarterback. No, nope. doesn't <laughs> even run in the best. <laughs> yeah.
3: The backup on another team is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A rookie
2: that's never played is better. Yeah. Right. So right now, the top four have yet to be released. At the time that we're recording this, I, we don't know who the top four is going to be, but it's going to be between Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, and... Who's, Who's the, the final. fourth one? Because Tom Brady is eight. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? Who's not on this list? John Watson. Watson. He's there. He's number 13. What about our
3: boy from Buffalo? Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen.
2: He just said that. Oh, he said Allen. Yeah.
3: Not our, Wait, whoa, whoa. whoa. Our boy? He's not my boy. I take it back. Sorry. That was lame. <laughs>
2: If you love it man. when you catch yourself, gotta, yeah. stuff I'm not going like to let that, that like, shit go out. Kyle and I public. are just like, who are we? We're too busy thinking about yeah. that shit. And you're like, whoa, I fed
3: up. <laughs> yeah. I want to call myself <laughs> out real, real sweet on that one. Not my boy.
2: Uh, who are we missing? I can't think of who the fourth one would be because Brady's there. Yeah, Josh Allen. And Stafford's there. Joe Burrow? Oh, Burrow. Burrow, Burrow. Mm, Burrow. All right. So Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, Allen. Where, where do those fall in Chris Sims' top four, or, where, or I guess in ours? Or
3: where do we think top Chris four, will pick? Top four, Justin Herbert one. Well, right, no, we would pick Justin Herbert one. We, I will, but Sims is yeah. going to put him at three or four. That's I, think so. I think Sims, he, I think Sims, Sims, Sims is,
5: will put him at three.
3: Yeah, I think I'll put him at probably three or four, and it's Burrow and him. Burrow somewhere. Burrow
5: four, Herbert three, Allen Mahomes two. two, and Josh Allen one. Allen one. Or Josh Allen. Josh Allen two. Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes one. one. Oh, oh my god,
2: one spot? <laughs>
3: Correct yourself, cool. <laughs> <Smoke. laughs>
2: <sighs> Poopy diapers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kevin almost pooped his diaper right I did.
3: a couple times. Oh I, uh,
2: <laughs> I think Alan will probably be one. I think I think people have a real liking of that guy and in what he can do i mean real that, buffalo uh, looking back for at, that guy. i mean that that playoff game man between him and mahomes like god that Insane. was such a that was the playoffs last year just in general were nutty yeah um,
3: i'm just really interested man this mahomes what he's gonna look like without, without tyreek, tyreek yeah i think it's just gonna he's gonna he's gonna tumble man it's got he's got a lot to prove he's well, gonna tumble down a bit it's you, kelsey's not gonna be able to do everything you need him to do um, I they got they got TikTok superstar though. Oh, did you see Tyreek Hill kind of talk some shit about? Patrick I was just Mahomes? gonna say,
2: like, if you no. if you believe what Tyreek Hill is
3: saying, yeah, I said Tua basically is more accurate. Tua is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. More and, accurate than Patrick Mahomes, and that um essentially, essentially, Mahomes is not going to be nearly the quarterback he is without yeah. him. Yeah, Ty Tyreek Kill said.
5: is... Shocking.
3: Well, shocking. No, it was kind of shocking, though. I'm I've, I've seeing a lot of like no, Tyree
5: Kill's so full of himself. He's like, I'm <laughs> the greatest man to ever play football. He's the next Antonio but Brown.
3: I will say he is a problem, and he's no longer a problem for us.
5: No, 100%. All I'm saying is... And he's really that fucking he, good. He, he is now saying the only reason Mahomes is good is because of me, which... I'm sorry, that's not true. Mahomes is still good outside of Tyreek Hill. I think that offense is going to be less dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can't you cannot in your right mind say that Tua Tagovailoa <laughs> is better than Patrick Mahomes. That's that's like that's like Devontae Adams saying that Derek Carr is anywhere close to Aaron Rodgers. And they both mm. said that. <laughs> They're both idiotic. Wide receivers have been paid so much money, they've now lost. They're conscious. They just no. they don't know what life is anymore.
3: If I'm, if I'm giving one of those wide receivers a contract like that, I need them to take the SATs. I need to know that there's some <laughs> yeah. semblance of intelligence to, in there. Something's going on They're on saying there. stupid shit. They're saying stupid yeah. shit.
5: <laughs> they're all going Antonio Brown on us. They're, full, the psych, they need a psych eval. You
3: never go full Brown. You right. never go full Brown.
2: But I think the one thing that we can take away from this is at the very least... In the eyes of Chris Sims, He's top Herbert's four. Herbert's a top four quarterback. Yeah, without Potentially winning his top playoff three. game yet. Yeah. yeah. That says a lot. But uh, C. Sauer, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bobby Caldrone. Bobby! Who asked, Bobby. The, who asked the question? Herbert is clearly better than Carr. I can't believe I even have to say that. Lol. By the transitive property, Herbert is clearly better than Rodgers. What similarities do you see in Herbert's and Rogers game? And are there any qualities Rogers has you'd like Herbs to develop? All right. Well, we this is perfect because we were just talking about QBs. As far as Chris Sims is concerned, uh where's where's Aaron Rodgers on this list? i don't even. See. Oh, he was the the yeah, most. He's he number five. Five. Number so five. he's yeah. the
3: top five quarterback, which is yeah, crazy to me. So for
2: Devonte Adams to be to his quote was as far as talent and ability, it's really similar. If I'm keeping it real, <laughs> comparing Aaron Rodgers and so then Aaron why Carr. does he suck then? If he's so talented, why does he suck? Why does he? Why can't he make it happen? Why can't he be good at football
5: then? If he's so talented, <laughs> why right. can't you be good at football? <laughs>
3: why can't you be? Good.
5: <laughs> like, I'm, that's great that he's talented. He still sucks. Yeah. So right. cool. Good luck,
2: Devontae. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I don't I don't get it. So it, it's <laughs> but I mean as far I mean like I don't know I don't I don't have my head up the ass of the Green Bay Packers. Do you see any similarities between Rogers and Herbert as far as play styles or abilities or? I don't know. They're both pretty
5: smart guys. Like I feel like Aaron Rodgers is in, is like a, is a very smart pickup on the offense. He could. Dissect the defense. But I, I don't know if there's like, I don't know, like they're both agile. They both can move around.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Aaron Rodgers is way whinier than Justin Herbert is. <laughs> he's deeper that. in his career. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know. Another thing was interesting. Corey Lindsley talked about him and about the comparison and who's better to talk about it than the center who played yeah. for both of them. She sure. basically said they're both extreme competitors. Like, that's Mm. the biggest thing they have in common is their extreme competitiveness. And they Mm. show it differently. You know, Aaron Rodgers is more outspoken, probably make people feel bad in the huddle and on the sideline. Justin does it differently. But they're both, that's what they have in common. Mm. What I want to see, what I'd love to see an attribute take from, from Aaron Rodgers would be his just command and knowledge of what's going on at all times. You would see Aaron Rodgers get people to jump off sides, would run a play before people were off the field on, you know, substitutions. He would do that stuff all the time. He was so, he's so aware of what's going on around him. I think when Justin gets more used to the system, if he can get more of that, we're just heading in the right direction.
2: Yeah, for sure, that's a good call. Yeah, because I mean, we saw the quotes of Herbert talking about last season, saying that he was drowning. Like it was just, he he was struggling. Yeah, And so now to be in that second year, with basically the same offense minus a few linemen here and there and in tight ends. Like I think we're going to see some, some pretty special things happen. So um, there you go, Bobby. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kyle T who asked the question like, I'm not one to judge my dudes, but somebody should totally give Devonte Adams like a random drug test because he's been hitting the funny grass too hard. all right like Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers having similar arm strength and talent that's a most heinous take. Oh yeah, I think I'm supposed to ask a question dudes. So my dudes, who do you see finishing last in the division? My money is totally on the faders. as always. Bolt the f- up, most excellently, my dudes.
3: Can't love you. Bye. <laughs> good one. I like that. All right. Last in the division, I think it's going to be Raider. a toss up between Raiders and Broncos, but I'm I'm pulling for the Raiders to yeah. be the last place in the AFC West.
5: I'm speaking it into existence mm-hmm. right now. There you go. Manifesting yeah,
2: manifesting it. I think uh, I, I would have to agree. I think it's going to be the Raiders. I, anybody that says like the Raiders are going to have a good season, like. You're, you're you have that has to just be a biased opinion right they're that's gonna be like, nine and
5: eight like they were last year yeah right like they're gonna be the same or they were eight eight and one or nine seven and one or whatever they were but they're, they're right. gonna be right there you yeah. know and that's just that's what they are they're not a great team they're they're okay and they they got a huge turnover on their whole coaching staff new defense coordinator and we know that the guys that they brought in run the cover three because they were all Charger guys. Mm-hmm. So if that's not the defensive scheme that they're trying to continue to instill there, they're going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think they're going to be better. I mean, they only brought in Devontae Adams. That's the only real addition. Their draft sucked. So I don't see how they got better.
3: Mm-hmm. The only other thing that would be more satisfying, honestly, if you think about it, if some way, the Chiefs were last. Yeah, that, Dude, that would, would be mean crazy. the epic. Be that would mean everything t- crazy Tyreek Hill is saying is probably true. Came True. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's an element there of, of those two landing. Like I would just be fascinated by what that did for like the entire state of Missouri that I live in. Right. Well, it'd <laughs> be interesting to watch.
2: It, it would be fascinating because of what it does to Mahomes. But I think it also sp- would speak to Andy Reid. In his coaching ability, I mean, Andy Reid's been around a long time. Obviously, a great coach, won a Super Bowl, but like, if they're in last place with Andy Reid as your coach and Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, something ain't right. Something something went bad real quick. It'll be interesting to see. We could it will see be. A, a fall of a dynasty real quick. That would be uh, that would that would be jaw dropping to see to see that. happen. you can't
5: consider them a dynasty. They won one Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. they They've no been dynasty.
2: twice. Pardon me. than once. <laughs> Pardon my take. Great show. All right. Well, there you go, Kyle T. Yes, I think I think Devonte Adams should be drug tested just because of his <laughs> heinous takes. But thank oh, you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Leo, who asked the question. I have been hearing whispers. Nay. Shouts that Keenan Allen is overrated, and that JC Jackson will not be able to cover Devontae Adams, the sheer audacity of it all. So I ask would you rather keep Keenan with no guarantees of a Super Bowl or have another receiver that guarantees a Super Bowl? As always, Kay, love you bye. Give me a Super Bowl.
3: Drop Keenan and get a Super Bowl. If you have a wide receiver that's comparable, that could win the the question's too easy to say keep Keenan Allen. Like it's so
5: it just says it just says no guarantee. You still could win a Super Bowl. Bowl. I think I I thought it said you
3: guarantee you will win.
5: Rather rather one
2: rather keep Keenan that guarantees a Super Bowl and it doesn't even guarantee a Super Bowl win, just an
3: appearance. Okay, well, you're really just breaking this down. All this
2: it makes it hard. No, it
5: does. This yeah. is a hard. It, it's scenario. a hard question. It got it, way it's, harder
3: actually. Yeah, because I would that. rather
5: I would rather kind of have my guy and go win it with Keen. Like I would love to see Keenan but one of the last the Lombardi Chargers. as a Charger. You yeah. Know? yeah,
2: that that would be actually that would be heartbreaking if it was like yeah we made it to the Super Bowl but the year after without Keenan, Keenan and Allen. That's like, actually true. Yeah. yeah, like he he's. Been around almost 10 years. He's going into his 10th year right now. Like but,
3: but if you look at it, look at it this the other way, not the way you said it, not just guarantee a super bowl appearance. <laughs> look at it this weird no, but,
2: different way I'm no, about no, to but
3: explain. <laughs> they didn't say guarantee a super bowl appearance. It guaranteed a super bowl. I'm assuming a win. Okay. If you were guaranteed a Super Bowl win, would you take the guaranteed win or the possible win with Keenan Allen? And riddle You me answer them. it. What's, yeah, you I answer, answer it. You haven't
5: answered anything. Big bridges. Yet.
3: I did I <laughs> f-ing did. I was the first one to speak. And then you got. your It's fun to hear it again because it, it sounded crazy simplified. the first
5: time you said it. Keenan Allen is <laughs> just walking the plank for you.
3: Not no, not at all. <laughs> Welcome to the world of hypothetical where it becomes real r- r- very real very quick with code Kyle the coach Duggan. No, it's not what I'm you, saying. You are saying I'm that. saying in this hypothetical fun playground Kyle, in this the sand hypothetical running my fingers, he's walking the plank. All the toys we're playing with right now. I'm saying guarantee me the fun Super Bowl. I will take the mm. Super Bowl.
5: And push mm. Keenan out the plane.
3: I don't know what we actually do with him. I don't, we're not pushing him off a plank, but I'm being handed, not, I don't get to touch it, but a, a Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> I don't get to touch it. with my. I touch it with my
2: eyes. <laughs> There's wanted posters all around. Watch out for this guy. He's going to try. I don't touch know. I don't know if I'm, I'm, ball.
5: but I love Keenan out. I don't, I don't want him to go anywhere, but this Kenan. is a
6: hypothetical question, Kyle. I would just,
5: no, I understand it's a hypothetical, Kevin. Right. And what my point is, yeah, I already have answered. And then you tried to switch the hypothetical to switch my answer, but I'm sticking to my answer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, there's still a chance to, win, and I don't think he's overrated. That's what it started I don't think he's with. overrated. Exactly. That's not he's what I not was answering. Overrated. I don't think he's overrated. So, so I think that w- <laughs> it says that we're not guaranteed a Super Bowl, but we can still get to a Super Bowl with Keenan. I would rather that mm-hmm. than a guaranteed with Joe Magoo from, Weber From who State. knows where, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I would want I want my guy to win, yeah. and I think we still have a chance to do that with Keenan at wide receiver.
2: Yeah, I, I would I would agree with Kyle because I feel like if you go if you do it with Keenan, then you did it based off the talent of what you had. If you do it this other weird way, you're <laughs> doing it some <laughs> hokum, you know, <laughs> magic way. way. Like, ooh, if we just yeah. pick this other guy, it doesn't matter what the rest of the team is. We're going to the Super Bowl, like. I'd rather win it. I'd rather be one with the talent that we have. And again, I just I want Keenan to get it, dude. And I like, just have a relationship with Keenan. I do. Yeah, I want him to win. I want him to win. We don't want any of that hocus pocus. Yeah, get that hocus stuff. pocus out of here. I know there's a <laughs> sequel coming. Get it out of here, I Kevin. Was, things have, I want Super things Bowl. Have changed. I don't know about you, guys, Kevin, but I want to Super Things Bowl. have we'll changed it. on the Charger Chat podcast. <laughs> Me and Adam
5: are agreeing. You're left out on the doorstep. Cats like and dogs to
2: living together.
4: Mass hysteria.
5: <laughs> Give it time. He'll, he'll come back. Me, me and Adam have synced up. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <Gross. laughs>
2: Leo, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Mario Vences, who asked the question. What's up, boys? First of all, f- the Raiders and that SOB Derek Carr. What? what? My question is, what is your favorite meal slash food to eat? What? what? And lastly, if it guaranteed the Chargers winning one Super Bowl in your lifetime, would you give up eating your favorite meal for the rest of your life? What? what? Well, I'm going to go back to drinking some Steve Miser's till September. F the Raiders. And that's the
3: bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. K love you. Bye. <laughs>
1: uh, All right.
3: We got to be a part of the script, Kyle. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Mario is great. Thanks, Mario. Thanks, Mario.
2: Um, all right. So giving okay, so here we go. More hocus pocus. Giving up your favorite meal for the rest of your life, guaranteeing a win of a Super Bowl in your oh, lifetime. No
3: problem. Not a problem. Take it <laughs> again. I love but, all kinds of food. I'll again, find a new favorite. The catch
5: of guarantee. I don't think I need guarantees with the team that we have. <laughs>
3: You're such I a bitch. Do, <laughs> that is the I bitchiest do. bitch answer I've ever heard. I want to
5: roll the dice with keeping pizza and winning the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> pizza, take it away. I don't need it oh, anymore. It's too good.
2: Yeah.
5: It's, what's your favorite? Hey, well, meal what's then, your Kevin? favorite meal, Kev? That's My what favorite Obviously, meal. it's not pizza. Yeah. <laughs>
3: ah uh, favorite meal that's fucking hard. you're
5: obviously not a ninja turtle no, <laughs> right
3: definitely not a ninja
5: turtle. <laughs> yeah Calabunga, dude <laughs> i don't
3: know i've really Kevin's
5: been in europe too long
3: uh, it's carne asada carne asada burrito a california burrito or carne asada fries
5: okay so imagine going the rest of your life never getting to eat that ever again
2: but i get that's a cool. super
3: bowl
5: yeah one super you don't bowl get a super day. bowl
2: the chargers do
5: <laughs> adam Don't take this away from (laughs) me.
2: Just what are we making? I'm just
3: clarifying it. Okay, I'm just making sure we're on the same page. You can take that carne asada burrito. Mm -hmm. You can go put it somewhere that I don't see because I'll never turn it
2: sideways and shove it straight up up your candy ass.
3: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I I don't need it. Are we still synced or what? What's your favorite meal? All the other Charger fans in the world get this because I don't eat. A carne asada yeah, burrito. That imagine is a sacrifice the sacrifice I'm willing to do. Imagine I'm like, Jesus, watching, I will sacrifice watch- myself and the carne asada burrito. <laughs> you can't get a word in
2: edgewise. <laughs> California burrito for, you're for the
3: rest of the world to have the Chargers win.
5: Imagine that Lombardi trophy is being hoisted by Herbert. And you're and you biting into a child. burrito. Of I'm not going to lie, right you're making my mouth water right now. Yeah.
3: But I'll take the trophy.
5: Yeah, put your hands together. That's what I want. <laughs>
3: I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Together. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't need it. I'm, I'll am i move on. <sighs> Boy. <coughs> Favorite meal. I fucking love pizza.
2: <laughs> it's so good, The dude. way you said that. Dude, buddy. Like, I, I've been doing a keto diet and I had a week last week where I was like, fuck it all. Like, I gotta have me a pizza because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's too damn good. It it's is too, too good. damn good. No matter where you go, you could have the worst pizza and it's still the best it's still, good. Shitty, yeah. it's still good. pizza. still good pizza. So... Yeah, I, I I hate to say it, <laughs> guys. Are being real, real, <laughs> I'm telling you.
5: No, we have faith in our chargers. Right, we don't need, need
2: Hokum to come in and just like magically You're the guy that gets give us sold the, Super on Bowl. the extended
5: warranty <laughs> on your sofa. They are pretty good. Because <laughs> you want the guarantee. I don't need the guarantee. I'm not wasting the $20 a month on the
2: guarantee.
3: I'll hold the are, dice. You guys are crazy. I'll just leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. Whatever you want to, however you want to take that, you're That's, both crazy.
2: Listen, when the Chargers get their Super listen. Bowl
3: this year, it, none of these questions will even matter. So there
2: you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it.
5: No, no, no. I'll take it one step further. If the Chargers win this year, Kevin, no more carne asada ever. <laughs> Sure. Ever. Sure. Okay.
3: Right. Proper Sox, bet. Dude. I will never eat a California burrito again if the Chargers won a Super Bowl this year.
2: Oh my. Okay. I right. uh, won't ever do it. Everybody remember episode 187, Mario Vences. Somebody catches
3: a picture of me like... <laughs> Josie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Josie,
2: you need to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Mario He's in his
3: basement office. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Josie opens the door. <laughs> He's at his gip- Kevin. My precious Kevin, are you in there? <laughs> Why do I smell carne asada? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
3: <laughs> perfect time,
2: <laughs> Squeaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mario,
2: nothing, <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> it was the cat. Uh, <laughs> Mario, for love of God, thank you for asking the question. (laughs) And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old favorite, Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Guys, (laughs) what has been your top three celebrations of all time? Whether it's from a TD, sack, or interception. If you have the same ones, have you gotten honorable mentions that didn't quite make the top three? Bolt Top, K-Love you, bye! All right. Top three celebrations of all
3: time. I'm going to have to. Uh, oh. do, uh, you want to go on like a circle around and we'll see yes. if we can. Every,
2: everybody can say one. Yeah.
3: My first one is Alfred Papunu. He would crack open the pineapple football tight end and chug the uh, and chug the. That's pretty cool. He got a sack. In. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Papunu. Oh, wow. He was, I, had... I didn't even know that. It was one of the coolest celebrations. I love that. Pretty guy. cool. Holy shit. I got to look that up. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Well, damn. <laughs> Coming out of the gates. Yeah. That's
2: a, uh, yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Who's up?
5: Oh, he was a tight end. Yeah. That's when he would, when he would, was that a touchdown celebration or just like a first I think it was touchdown.
3: I don't think he was that <gasps> cocky.
5: Holy smokes. Actually, Weaver State is where he went to school. I just dropped Weaver State earlier in the episode. What are the chances? This, this is what, be. It's, it's weird. Hey, now Dude, that we got we're Kevin, all back together. happening. Yeah. Weird. Um, Open okay. the, people. <laughs> the people. My favorite celebration. Stop. No, don't do it. My favorite celebration <laughs> is LT's ball flip. Sure. LT. It's just a classic.
2: It, and it's such a good one that so Keenan Allen will do it. And I yeah. think Austin Eckler might have done it once. I might be misremembering that. I definitely know Keenan Allen did it. Um yeah. Which is awesome. will uh, it's gotta be Sean Merriman lights out. Yeah, baby. Sean yeah. Merriman. That that it. is yeah. that is the one that like I can very distinctly remember, at least in my early years of watching the Chargers, like seeing him do that because first you watch and you're like what's he doing like why did yeah. he do that what is it, is there crazy is, <laughs> is he shoot, putting out a fire a he's like stamping yeah. on the ground like what is what happened what did he do oh he got a sack oh oh, oh okay oh he's Ooh. celebrating oh he's happy okay oh, he's oh. Happy. <laughs> um i think that that is just one that is n- n- incomparably just like one of my most memorable ones like if you tell me a celebration it's like that's I That's got, the first thing that comes to mind. I
3: got one for you. Okay. Philip Rivers running for a first down. The, <laughs> first the one point. celebration that gave made me so happy, and I smiled the rest of the That's day, true. was Philip Rivers running for a first down, popping right. up, looking, first down. Yes. Made me so goddamn happy. So that, that is a good word. Neck and neck.
2: Well, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll say that Rivers one was the honorable mention because his question was whether it's from a TD sack or interception. Hmm. So. An and it was mention. a one-time deal. It wasn't a repetitive thing. But it like made, didn't least, it didn't warm your heart. I'm not saying that it didn't. It I'm just saying it's an honorable mention. It's 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 up there. It's it's in the it's in the realm. Wow, you of really top.
3: are trying to take all the wind out of my sails. No, what did, you, what did you guys to, agree to? What kind of agreement did you guys? The make playing while I was field, on?
2: you know where it should be. And Gavin asked a very clear question. I just want to make sure we <laughs> I got stay got the with episode the rules. of the answer The <laughs> Yeah, title
3: of this episode: Butt Buddies. in My opinion.
2: Poopy diapers. Poopy diapers. Uh, Gavin Gibson, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions. And Ask Ball fam, we really appreciate it. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, gentlemen?
3: I miss this. I love you guys. It's good to have
5: you back. <laughs> good to have faces. you back, buddy. haven't laughed this hard in a while, so I it's appreciate it. It's more
2: you. fun with all three of us. It them. is always more fun because there's there's drama. There's friction. There's yeah. laughs. Yeah. Yeah. There's jokes. It's it's all <laughs> over the place.
3: <laughs>
2: all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up, because we're ready for any squad, any place. Kay, love you, bye. Kay, love you, bye. Kay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Be honest. Do you know someone who tantrums so hard they blow mud in their bloomers? Are you that person? It's okay. We won't tell. And you won't have to either. From the makers of Linda Pens comes the all-new Huggins Huggies, Tired of getting so bent out of shape you dump a stump in your dungarees? Then pick up a pack of Huggins Huggies. Huggins Huggies makes clean up a breeze when you get so frustrated you launch a butt shuttle in your shorts. So before you lose your cool with a debate about the right tackle position and start building a log cabin in your corduroys, pick up a pack of Huggins Huggies.